0: The doc. Are we ready to rumble? Bang! What's up, guys? John, good to see you. Pin Master here. I'm here with the doc. Oh, you're asking about my hat? Okay. What is that hat? This I'll ask is you about your hat. this is my son-in-law, and he is a a ship captain of the you know the Mason the the Matson lines in Hawaii. They that's what delivers everything to Hawaii. Everything Hawaii has, every car, every you know, everything that goes to Hawaii goes by the Matson Lines, and he's the captain for the Matson Lines. So his name is Chris with a K. But anyway, so he's he's that. So uh, this is what this I'm wearing. I'm Do wearing that. his hat. Did you just get
1: that? They just he just here.
0: sent it to me with a shirt. He's a great guy, and then I got this great shirt. Train lift. And then what shoot shoot i couldn't see the <laughs> train lift shoot perfect repeat every man in this in this country should train that means martial arts train your martial arts lift some weights get strong guys it's not gonna hurt you to lift some weights nobody you never hear joe rogan say "Wow, that guy's too strong and you're never gonna hear a girl saying whoa I hate that guy. He has a really hot body. You're never going to hear that. So you want to train. So you learn your self-defense because you never heard Joe Rogan say, wow, that guy punches too hard. So you want to train, you want to live. So you get buff and you want to shoot because nobody's going to say, wow, that guy's protecting his family. What a terrible human thing. That's what I got to say. All right. So we got some
1: UFC fights. And before we talk about that, I wanted to talk about something we didn't talk about last week. If you want to talk about it, okay. So Khabib, you know Khabib, he retired yeah. twenty nine and zero. He's what the goat? What do they call him? What the, of the GOAT. Be- One of the best ever. Yeah. So he started his own promotion, and he said uh, he said some derogatory things. And I don't know if you heard it about kind of the way boxing and MMA has been. And he brought up ring girls.
0: But what it, what what else did he say besides the ring girl thing? Did he
1: say anything else?
0: I don't know. That's no, I, the only. I, it was
1: about the ring. That that's only, the main thing. Yeah, yeah. The thing I saw the headline that he said. I don't know what the quote was, but he said that ring girls were the most useless part of martial arts or MMA or. Yeah, what well, he meant
0: combat sports like boxing, combat kickboxing, sports. MMA. Like the
1: ring. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't know why they're there, and they're the mo- most useless people in the whole entire sport. How do you feel about that? Is he right?
0: Oh. Uh, when it comes to utility, yes. I mean, I think as useless, if it was useless, yeah. What I mean, what, they don't serve any real purpose, but they're, I mean, people like looking at them and they're part of the culture of combat sports and MMA has adopted, including the 10 plus point must system, the round system, three judges, a referee. So MMA, especially the UFC, has adopted you know, the model of boxing in a lot of ways. Weight classes, etc. They even named their weight classes the same as boxing.
1: Are there other combat sports that use someone to come out and tell you what round
0: it is? Kickboxing. Kick kickboxing. Kickboxing they do. Boxing they do. Karate. Kar- karate doesn't have rounds. They haven't adopted a boxing-like um, structure. But the a- MMA has and kickboxing has, and along with that structure, along with that comes ring girls. So, they are the most. I mean, they're useless. I mean, you could do. Well,
1: they, they do have a use. They're they're telling you what round it is. Yeah. Khabib said you could put the round on the screen. Just put it on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, but here's my point: would be, well. Well, if you want to look at the sport that way, well, what other things could you say? Are you you could say, yeah. Like well, I don't know, I don't what? want to say this around you because you might get mad. But you could say Bruce Buffer's useless. You could just put the names of the people on the screen. What do you need an announcer for? You could. What do you need? In- intro okay. music's useless. The okay. Guys come out, they walk out to music. Useless. Okay, it's all part of the no, show. It's see show. that one?
0: Yeah, that one. That one is part of the show, and it, it's it, it's it's a uh, it's entertainment. Yeah, so. But when it comes to all the other things, including the, the walk-in music, which to me has a lot more to it than the ring girls, because people love, some people love walk, the walk-ins and like Chuck's music or Israeli Sonia, his walk-in. It means a lot more to the people than the ring girl. But I mean, they're there. If, if, if the promoter wants to pay him to hold the sign up and shit. And But if at the end of the day, if you want to think of every job out there, including Bruce Buffer, the ring announcer, that might be a that might be out there too, but walk-in music is not. But there might be a you. They might have a point. I don't know what what. You could think of Bruce Buffer. What else?
1: Well, those are the things that pop yeah. into my mind. Is yeah. it's you're looking at a sport and promotion and promoting the
0: fight. I don't think there. I don't think. I've never heard a ring girl like, just talked about all the time or or, or did, she did something where a lot of people copied her. But I've heard a lot of people say, it's time. So a lot of people light, love that. It's part of their life. Or if you're boxing, it, it would be his brother Michael Buffer. Let's get ready to rumble. People don't forget that. They forget the ring girls. I'm not saying ring girls; they don't like looking at them while they're there, but they're not—they're not in their mind like the the announcers. Announcers have like the the one in Japan. Remember that one in Japan? It would be, she, this. It was a lady, and she'd be like, "Yagisawa, and she just she had the most in pride. Or what was and it? the pride. And yeah, yeah It was just people remembered that. That was the announcer. Nobody has ever remembered a ring girl. Yeah, no, that's harsh,
1: but I would say you hard? could take everything. Tell me one, you could just have okay. the two fighters and tell the, me and one breath, and that's it. Get rid of the rest of it, even the lighting. They have light, but Pride used to have fireworks and stuff that was useless.
0: Okay, so it's gone. So who cares? Well, it's gone. It's but let's talk about the UFC. <laughs> Do you okay? Have you ever in your mind? What right before, I, listen, to this, I know this is true. Right before sex, have you ever gone, it's time? Have you ever done that? Your poor, yes, you your, have.
1: Your poor wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> poor and I've never, there's never been a, a ring girl associated with this, but there has uh, been. You
1: get even more trouble for that.
0: <laughs> Bruce Buffer has come up more than once in my bedroom. That's do you, do awkward, you have a playlist man. that starts with him saying? It's, it's uh... time. Anyway,
1: I thought it was an interesting kind of, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Kind I think phone bone to pick,
0: and I think it has to most. do with. I think a lot of that has to obviously has to do with his culture and his religion, right? Because women aren't supposed to. Can you imagine, like, if it was a, a Muslim? Well, he's gonna
1: maybe they'll have him in burkas. He not. won't if
0: he has. Yeah, I don't think, but no, because they're never supposed to look at a woman. I don't know what the whole deal is. I don't know. I'm not putting it down or, or putting it up, but it's different than ours. So I don't think they look at women the same way. And I don't think they, uh, I don't think, I think they think they're useless as ring girls. But you can't say that Bruce Buffer is in that boat. You can say the fireworks of pride. Okay, I'll give you that. But not. The ring announcer. The well, ring announcer, does
1: have crazy lighting. They, they are know, they sacred. Do, they do all kinds of strobe lighting and flashing. You see? Yeah, they do.
0: So but it's it, kind of like that. Right. It's, it's so, so if that went, and the ring girls, okay. You don't want Bruce Buffer to go. And we're no. What? Are you no.
1: trying to make it as boring as possible?
0: Let's get ready to anyway, Or boxing. I, anyway. I found
1: it interesting. It, it definitely made some headlines. Yeah. All right. So there were some fights. This was UFC and, you know, wherever they're doing. Vegas, not a lot of. Vegas, games. Vegas. They're. Small venue, right? Yeah. Apex. Yeah. So, uh, what fights? You know, let's go. To my favorite way to watch the fights is I see who got bonuses, and I go watch all those <laughs> fights because those are the best fights. You yeah. watch the fight of the night. You watch who got performances. Well, night. let's
0: go. Let's go to the prelims. And one of Glover's new fighters, Glover's getting quite a camp.
1: Now, this fight did not have a performance or a no. Let's talk about anything. So let's talk. Sam Alvey, smiling. Sam Alvey. He's always got a, a face, a smiling face, shaved in the back of his head yeah. for his fight. Always comes out smiling against uh Wellington Turman yeah. from Brazil. Yeah. So this is a this is a Glover guy. Did He's, he come out when Glover came out?
0: He did. He's been at Glover's. No, no, was he out here no, when he, he wasn't. did their black belt no. testing? He just joined Glover's club. Glover's Glover Teixeira is not only fighting in the UFC for a world title himself, he actually has a fight team where he has, I think, two UFC fighters right now. Two or three Bellator fighters, an LFA guy. He has a full on fight team that he coaches while he's training for his own UFC title. And now right now he's in Holland with Alex Pereira who's fighting I think this oh, weekend. That this
1: weekend. Yeah. For Glory, right?
0: Yeah. Defending
1: yeah. one of his belts. One of his
0: one of his two belts. And then he's gonna come right back, go fight, and then he's going back to Vegas. To go to uh, Alex Perez's first UFC fight, which will be November 6th. No way. Right after his fight. In right Arby. after. The week right after. Crazy. Yeah. And then he's coming to our black belt test the next day. Wow. So he's doing the fight Saturday in Vegas. Then he's coming to the pit on Sunday, which might or might not be in Hawaii, depending on the rules. So uh, what do you want to say about this uh, Terman-Alvey fight? It was it was um, it was close ish. I think Terman. Uh, I think he won. I think maybe it was a a, a two to one fight, but he got he got two points taken away. I think maybe he should have got three, but he got two points taken away for eye pokes. And one
1: of, one of them didn't look as bad. Two of no. them looked bad. First one got him a warning. The next two i pokes got each one got a point taken away. When's the last time we saw someone lose two points yeah. in a UFC fight?
0: I just thought if you do one, it's one point. The second one I always heard was the second point was going to be two points. So three so, total. So, but with that said, he had two points taken away and he still won the fight. So that means
1: that means the judges had 30 27 yeah. to win. Yeah. Or at least two of the judges did because yeah. he won a split decision, yeah.
0: And I mean, I'm not, I think, I think that was a fairish decision. I just, uh, I thought it was weird. I just, the eye poking thing is kind of weird. It wasn't, they weren't bad ones, but they were, I mean, it, it would be bad if it was yours,
1: but yeah. also Sam didn't look necessarily impaired, like no. for the rest of the fight, like he didn't have his eyes swollen shut and he couldn't fight or. So, I don't know. Probably I think went the, the way point... Was supposed to.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it did. I really do. I wouldn't... If I was... If I was Sam Alvey's corner, I wouldn't have complained. Uh, and if they give him the fight uh, over Terman, I might have complained a little. I don't know. It, the, the, the fingers to the eye is terrible, but Terman made a good showing, and uh, he, um, he definitely won that fight. Um, but since Sam... I hope Sam stays in the UFC a little longer because yeah, he might be losing and he doesn't have a great, uh, he doesn't have a great record, but I think he belongs in the UFC right now. Uh, I think he's a great, uh, um, I think he's a great, you know, person to have in the UFC. I think he is a great member of the culture of the UFC and, I'd like to see him in there a little longer.
1: So there were two other fights on the prelims that got performance of the night.
0: Yeah. I don't know
1: if you saw these highlights, but uh Sabatini of versus Jamal Elmer Emmers. Yeah. This yeah. was uh they were both trying to heel hook each other. Did you yeah, see this? Yeah, that was that was and ugly. Emmer's knee popped. Yeah. He got severely injured and uh he was winning that fight too. But it was in round one, wasn't very far <laughs> in the round, and he got uh got on the ground and Sabatini had a heel hook.
0: Uh, you, you train the heel hooks, or is it just in the BJJ stuff? Uh, some of my guys do. It's it's a it's a nasty it's a nasty technique, and it's uh, it's just it's not something you you. I mean, you sp- you want to spend a lot of time on your jujitsu. jitsu in our jujitsu class, they do, but in my MMA training, I never do. Well, tell me the sense of the rules of
1: of mixed martial arts. When you say, well, you can't do a small joint manipulation. Because you can break someone's finger, I guess. Yeah. But you can wreck someone's knee like that. That lock is designed. It basically, you tap out when you're you tear multiple ligaments or at least one major ligament in your knee. And if you tear their ACL, PCL, MCL, you're causing likely permanent damage. They're out minimum six to nine months. That's a pretty brutal submission. You know, you can submit someone with a chokehold where they're okay after. You could submit someone, even with an arm bar, you know, they dislocate their elbow or something. But those knee injuries are, you know, they're not necessarily ever the same.
0: But but it's hard to argue that point when you're allowing people to hit your computer. When you're you're allowing people to hit as hard as you kick and punch your head, as hard as they can. I was comparing it to small joint manipulation, which is not allowed. Yeah, right. You can't with somebody's. That's fingers. dumb. That's one of the dumbest rules ever. And it was—it's only made because it's like an easy out, and people want you to work a little harder. I don't know why fighting's hard enough, but it is Protect kind of dumb. Your
1: fingers at all times. Yeah. How, how, how fast would that end a street fight if you broke somebody's finger? It wouldn't. It would, <laughs> no. It depends on how
0: how it looked at. I don't, I don't think. I think if somebody broke your finger and they're trying to kill you, I think their adrenaline—they're not even going to feel it till tell somebody's asleep i think the i think a street fight like that the only way to end it isn't pain isn't it's unconsciousness and
1: well you can manipulate someone's shoulder and tear their labrum you can manipulate somebody's knee and tear their knee up um But not their pinky. Not their pinky. Have have you talked to uh, Big John about that? Why that is? Yes. What what is the answer? He just
0: laughs. He laughs. I don't know why he's that. He just just laughs at me. (laughs) Because I've I've asked that one. And you can stomp
1: on somebody's foot. You can certainly smash their toes. You're allowed to smash their toes. Well, you can can
0: stomp on their hands too. You just can't manipulate. They don't like manipulation. I don't
1: get it. They don't want to
0: manipulate her. We
1: got to get an answer out of him on that one. Okay. All right, that I'll must be somewhere. I'm sure he was in the meeting where they decided he Sure you he was. Do that. He, yeah. All right, anyway, that was one of the performances of the nights for uh, Sabatini and the other one which you may have seen was this uh yeah, basically yeah. the the main main event on the prelim card which was hey, Alisson Al- and De Chiracco. Yeah, it was just a It was a one that's that fight had one significant strike. Yeah, it just take <laughs> like this the stat card. There's one significant strike in that yeah.
0: fight. Yeah, it was just a head kick. That and was, it was a gone. shin
1: right to the guys.
0: Yeah. Shin to his chin.
1: Shin to chin. That yeah. was bad. That was bad. So that was a good fight. That and that was, was a good. walk-off KO. He didn't jump on the guy. No,
0: I like I like that guy. I like the Abdul guy because uh he's a cute little guy and he has family. And his son, his son, I guess he lost his last fight or last two fights. And his son, I guess his son is six, and he said. Daddy, you got to get back on, start winning again. I don't like when you're losing. So I guess he got to call him and tell him he won. That's cute. That was really cute. That's nice. Yeah, good nice really story. Cool. That was a good story. So then we go, bang. Where do we go there? This um, uh, Rodriguez against uh, Kevin Lee. That was, I think that was another split decision. I'm not 100% sure. I I definitely thought uh Kevin Lee lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see this fight. This yeah. This was a yeah, it was a unanimous decision. Yeah, okay. Uh it, it definitely was a good decision, but uh it was it was uh it was a close fight. There was no close to knockouts or anything, but I definitely thought Rodriguez are Rodriguez next to him. I mean, is there any picture of them fighting? He looked like like two weight classes <laughs> up. From Kevin, yes, fucking huge, man. He looked like he was huge next to, uh, next to Kevin Lee. But anyway, it was a, it was an okay fight. Just um, Kevin Lee was trying for more takedowns, and and uh, and uh, Rodriguez was trying to strike more. But then Kevin did do some good striking too. But it was a close fight. I thought I thought Rodriguez won. Then we got a uh, couple fights that. You know, um, they were tough finales. You know, sometimes you see those, they're not usually except for uh, except for Core McGee's fight uh, or uh, when he fought for the uh, in the finals. Or I think when he fought in the finals, that was just a finals fight. I don't think he fought on a regular MMA or a regular UFC card. Wasn't this finals
1: fight? Is this the one, Ricky? Turquoise or whatever his name is, and height and he stand was that the that was the main tough event. Well, I think the next one was too. They're both tough events. Yeah. So but this was the one where the guys were just swinging at each other, right,
0: uh, right till the end. They were. It was. It was a brawl. It was a really good brawl. Um, um, and it, it. I didn't. To be honest, I I wouldn't judge either way who won. I just I wasn't paying enough attention. It just looked like. I mean they're not there yet, you know. Like maybe I'm spoiled. I want to see strikers like Barbosa and Giga, you know, or Kevin Lee and Rodriguez. And watching these guys was nothing like that. Tough as shit. They might be USC champions one day. But just when I see these guys slugging like that and they just didn't seem to have the the skill yet level yet, I, I'm just not as interested. You know, it's just, it's not as fun to watch to me. Great heart, both of them. And then same with the, same with the other one. Uh, Was it Brian against Gilbert? Um, Another tough finale. Um, They just look, you know, like amateurs or high level amateurs or low level pros. And then uh, I think he got a rear choke. And then uh, was it Ricky, the one that won? No, it was uh, it was Brady, right? No, no, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Okay, so Ricky, and he had a great post-conference, post-fight, um, post-fight uh, speech. You know, telling all the kids to, you know, basically, you can accomplish anything. It was really cute, and he, he seemed like a really good guy, really <laughs> motivated, and and guy. So the other guy, Brian. Something like a really nice kid, you know, really nice people has a couple kids and he's just fighting his way out of a blue collar job. And I hope they make it, you know, but boom, then we came to Edward Barbosa and I was just, uh, it's an, I, I was waiting to see a war and, uh, it just wasn't, it wasn't, uh, wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. What do you think was the
1: determining factor in this fight? Was it the speed? That's what everybody was saying. Was this guy is so fast? Giga was just beating him to the
0: yeah. To punch. That could be why it made it made Edson look a little slower and not as powerful. But I think the reason he, he he looked a little slower and not as powerful is because Giga is so fast and powerful. You know, he's just his fucking kicks and. I think he's, was it a body kick? I think it was a body kick. He know? did
1: land some body kicks too. It was, it was pretty brutal. I mean, but I think he sat him down with a. Was it a right hand?
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think and it then was. he got up, and then he went right back down again. The ref called it. Yeah, he did catch him with a couple of head kicks too, though, which which you know didn't rock him that much, but it definitely it definitely uh, made his knees buckle. So it was a good fight. I hope Edson's okay. Maybe it's time to retire. I don't know. But um, I love that guy, man. hes I mean, he's, a, he's the only one right now in the UFC that's scored knockouts with a leg kick, a body kick, and a head kick. And if he wants to come back, I hope he does. Um, or if he wants to retire and, and move on to the next chapter, I'd love that too. But, uh, yeah. What, how many has he won? Well, he's he had, he'd
1: won the last couple before that, yeah. including Shane Burgos, yeah. Um, before okay. this fight, All right. so I I don't know. I don't know either. I just uh... he's twenty two and nine. Yeah, so he's he's a number ninth ranked ranked featherweight. So so that that was the UFC. Um, the one other big fight this weekend uh, was it a big fight this weekend? Yeah, I can't decide. Was Jake? boxing. Oh, boxing. yeah. Why is everybody so in? Why is this such a phenomenon? I think a lot of people watch this fight. Yeah. It was Tyron Woodley and uh, Jake Paul in a yeah. boxing match, eight rounds, three, eight three minute rounds, right? Yeah. You watched this fight. Yeah. I watched, I watched the highlights. What is this fight? Uh, were you entertained? I guess that's yeah. the main question. It's an entertainment you
0: know it's I, think, I think it's a, a wow thing and people just relax, you know everybody wants to you know are, are, are more of a like a celebrity boxing has a has a sense of uh i don't know what the word is like uh it's like a wow factor everybody wants to see it you know but it's kind of i just got a what you call i just got an air are you got a new computer yeah i just got an air i just haven't taken out the box yet I'm I'm thinking I spoiled myself too much, so I might take it back, but I got it, I got it this weekend. <laughs> but anyway, um, anyway. Um it's a smaller one. Um that's what she said. Anyway, I like it. I like that I like it because as long as they're not um, shitting on my life, and I think martial arts is my life and even sports, martial arts to me is my life. Not as much as, you know, the, the, keeping people safe on the street, but I look to these sports, especially MMA, but I do look at, uh, at boxing too. I th- And I have a big history of boxing and I, I don't know. I think of it as uh they have to keep their honor and keep the culture alive. And, and I don't want to made it, made it look like, You know, sometimes when they bring in cow, you know, like clowns to fight just uh, and to me that that really bothers me. They've done that in the UFC once or twice, but they do it in other cards, you know. Um, But this one, I didn't feel that with this. I felt this was a legit uh, fight. You know, they're all fights to me. And I felt like it was a legit fight. I think. uh, I think uh, Jake Paul is tough as shit. You know, and and he definitely has a skill. And Tyrone Woodley, you know, he's Tyrone Woodley, so everybody knows him. But this is what made me the most impressed. Um, And, okay, I'm going to use another example. Like, this weekend, one of my girls was sparring. She's 14. She's a blonde surfer girl. Going for a black belt. She's been here, she's 14. She's been here since she was, like, four. And she's finally going for a black belt. And she's small. She's probably like 90 pounds. um, Blonde hair, surfer girl. Pismo Beach, you know. Doesn't look tough at all. Her family's all surfers. And really nice girl. And she's sparring with a girl that's a lot rougher. A lot bigger. stronger. um, Outweighed her probably by 30, 40 pounds. And that's a lot for that weight class. Um, And this girl wants to be a UFC fighter. The surfer, McKenna, just wants to get her black belt. She's a martial artist. So they're sparring, and this is my Friday night sparring, so they're going a little harder. And this girl's bigger than her, way bigger than her, catches her with a liver kick, like right into her liver. And she takes a step back, and she's going to go in and fight again. But then when you take a breath after your liver kick, your first breath is like a knife right in your liver. You, you see fighters fighting. They get kicked in the liver or hit in the liver. They keep fighting until they take their first breath. Then they drop to a knee, right? So she she doesn't drop, though. She just takes a step back, and you could just tell. As soon as it landed, I was like, holy shit, oh. And then she start, kept going, and then all of a sudden she took a breath, and she took a step back, and she's like, you could just tell. She was grim- grim- grimacing. Grimacing. She yeah. was grimacing. In pain, and I was just like this fourteen-year-old girl. She's gonna go cry and go in the bathroom or something. She took a step back, and you could tell she was in so much pain. But then she goes, "I'm okay," and she kept sparring. She kept going with that pain. That pain—if you've ever been kicked in the liver, you know how excruciating, how excruciating that pain is. I do, I do. I've been stopped with a liver kick and punch. But she wanted to keep going. She kept going. That made her right there. I know right now you are a black belt, McKenna. That's how I know right there. What does that have to do with uh, Jake Paul? Jake Paul, I don't know. I'll tell you what. I know how it feels to get kicked in the liver. I also know how it feels when you're fucking exhausted and someone's trying to take your head off. Any other sport you're playing and you get exhausted, that's too bad, but you're not trying to... Have somebody knock you out cold like they are in boxing. Even MMA and you're exhausted, you can take a little more of a break with all of the grappling and clinching, etc. Boxing, you're getting punched in the face no matter what. I saw that in Jake Paul. I think about the fourth round. He was fucking exhausted. You could just tell. You could see in his face. He did not quit. He kept going. He was swinging and swinging, you know. Uh, it showed me that this guy is a fighter. Whether he's had fifty fights, fifty and 0, like like Mayweather. Okay, he's not a US, ex-USC champion, like uh, you know, like uh, Tyrone Woodley. But this kid has the heart of a fucking champion.
1: So you were entertained.
0: I was entertained by um, I was entertained by the pre-fight of the whole. For I me, mean, all,
1: I think what it's it's kind of a spectacle because yeah. you wonder are the are the skills going to translate? You know, is he going to is the MMA guy going to do well boxing? Is the guy that's kind of not really professional boxer going to do well boxing against this guy? It's the matchup. I think that's what gets people interested in. It. It's bringing people from a different sport. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. It gets it's people
1: a, interested, and even if a lot of people didn't buy the pay per view, I bet a lot of people watched it online anyway. Yeah, I'm sure tons of people watched that. Part.
0: And that fight was the the, the venue is fucking packed. What are there twenty seven thousand there?
1: Yeah, on a Sunday,
0: it was packed. The venue is packed. It was. In so Ohio. there's definitely
1: an appetite for it. People yeah. in the in, in the combat sports world, but I see it as kind of more of a just, kind of like early UFC. One. You take different disciplines and like which one's going to be better. Uh, I don't know. This is different. It's the opposite because you're taking someone with more skills and limiting him, and saying so you can only you can only box.
0: Yeah, well, they do. They also do that with these jujitsu tournaments. A lot of times, MMA guys, yeah, they go, do that yeah. jujitsu tournaments. I see them do wrestling tournaments before. Um, I don't see as many of them do kickboxing. It's usually boxing or jujitsu or, or wrestling. But I mean, because they have all the skills, so. Sometimes when there's no fight coming up, like Glover's done a couple uh, grappling matches, you know? So anyway. All right.
1: Anyway, yeah.
0: we gotta, Oh, we got to go. We got to go teach, and he's got to go train. All right, guys. Thanks for coming.
1: Until next Bang, time. I'll
0: see you guys later.